Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Is that the first time you said hello first? Yeah, I made it a point too. That's so fun. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yay. I wanted to be first. This Hi. Time. Hi. Welcome to a special edition Wee. Uncharted Spirit. Uh, because, actually, hold on, let me look it up. Because today, or no, tomorrow I'm going on vacation, so I won't be here to record this week. Um, oh no, I was going to say it's our 10th episode, but it's not. It's episode 9. Yeah, almost there. Anyway, so I'm going on vacation starting tomorrow, and I won't be here. But it also kind of works out because this episode really is a follow-up to last week's episode. So you'll get an episode today, and then you won't get another one for another week or so. Oh my gosh, don't what die. What, what are our diehard fans going to do? <laughs> um, they'll be just fine. Um, I don't know. How was your day slash little mini week? I had a good day. Today's Tuesday. Uh, my week feels very weird because we're recording today on yeah. Tuesday. So I feel like it's already Thursday. Yeah. But then it, like with that, I feel like it is Monday because yesterday uh, all my friends had work off. Mm-hmm. So... I got to see all my friends, so I felt like yesterday was Sunday. So yesterday. I don't know what day it is. I don't know where I am. And I'm just a potato. Yeah. I don't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I think I know my name. Um, I had a great day. It was very productive. Um, I Ronan finally was able to go to daycare, so he went to daycare for the day. Nice. And I cleaned my whole house. I finally put my laundry away that we did, what what was it, Thursday? <laughs> when we recorded last Thursday. Yeah. Put my laundry away. Um, did all the dishes because I made a big, last night when I got home from um, like the, the cookout and stuff that we went to. My house was trashed because I was supposed to be at the cookout early, and um, I have very poor time management skills. Same. So I was late for being early. I was actually on time (laughs) for everyone else. Um, But I, like, rushed out of my house, and I just, like, left it a mess. Like, the kitchen was just dishes everywhere. Like, it was just a mess. And when we got home... I, like, had a hissy fit because I was just like, the house is a mess and there's dishes and the dog is just being bad. And I just, like, had a meltdown. (laughs) But The dog had an interesting time. He did pretty well. He was really good until we left and, like, okay, he can't really see at night. I think I've mentioned that before on here, but he cannot see it well at night. So he already is not super great on a leash and is not like he has leash reactivity when he sees other dogs so he was fine the whole time we were there like hanging out at the house but then when we left to go and like clean my friend's apartment he was not okay like walking in the parking lot and stuff and there's a lot of dogs at that apartment place like Mm. he just could not function because he couldn't see so he was just very very poorly behaved and it got to a point where i just picked him up and carried him and he weighs like 40 pounds (laughs) he's so so strong yeah um but i just like had a meltdown and then i was like i'll just do it all tomorrow and i did 
I did do it all today. And I went to the gym. I've been trying really hard to, like, get my shit together Mm -hmm. and stop eating garbage and, Mm -hmm. like, actually go to the gym. Because I've been paying for a gym membership for, like, three months now and haven't been using it. I've used it, like, once a month. Sure. Um, So, I'm trying really hard to, to get on that. And, like, take care of my body the way that I take care of my mind. And the mm. way that I take care of, like, my spirit. And and do that with my body. I kind of have now. to do the opposite. Yeah. But when I come back from this vacation, we can be more accountable on our eating together. Yeah. And I am setting the intention for you that by the end of the summer, we can hike an actual mountain. Yeah, just not Mount Washington, please. <laughs> that's a little... <laughs> that's a little... Is that little, a big jump? That's... Yeah, that's a lot All right. For me. Well, but. set a goal. Because Emily loves the outdoors, but doesn't like inclines. Well, it's not that I don't like them. It's like physically... They're difficult. It's very, very difficult for me. So I have another goal is to stop vaping. I'm sure that you guys have heard throughout all our episodes, me, (laughs) me with my, my vape nonstop, just obsessed. It's always, Uh, that is okay. So I, I want to say something. I always laugh when people say I'm quitting smoking, but then they're holding a vape in their hand and here's why. I think it I think it can be a great harm reduction and a great way out. The problem is in my experience watching others you actually seem to be smoking more, more. because yeah. not my friends who vape non-stop yeah. rip it yeah. rip it rip it huge hits oh all throughout the day. You yeah. don't have to go outside. Nope. It doesn't smell. It actually smells good, yeah. you know. Um and in my experience, I'm like, it kind of seems like you didn't give up smoking. It kind of seems like you're actually doing it more. more. And tell me, because I might be wrong, is the health benefit, do you really change the health benefits that much switching from cigarettes to vaping? I don't know. Considering I'm the not... amount that you actually start vaping. So if we're going solely based off of nicotine and like my own personal shit, I think it's worse. But I'm also not smoking cigarettes, which are, they stink and they have all that bullshit yeah, that in them. Yeah, extra shit. But um, I am not privy Nicotine to... is the habit forming part of it, Yeah, right? nicotine is the addictive And so some thing. people do get a lower nicotine rate in their little juicy juice. I don't. Like, one of our coworkers vapes zero nicotine. Yeah, that's to, like, wean off of the nicotine, which is great. But I've tried doing less nicotine in my juices, and I just vape more to account for the fact that there's less nicotine. Also, to be fair, you know this, but people at home, I have zero experience with this. I never picked up smoking cigarettes. I've never vaped. I hit someone's vape at work the other day once. I would be at parties, like meth parties, and they'd be like, oh, do you want a cigarette? And I'd be holding the pipe, and I'd be like, no, I don't smoke. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I was so cute. You are so cute. I was just really maintaining. Um, 
But I also like to say it. My mom really, really, really stressed growing up to not because my mom was a smoker. Yeah. And um, so I kind of blame it on my mom because if she had stressed not smoking meth, maybe I would never have picked it up in the first place. So really, I think it's her fault. The other thing is, I it's not true. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I just don't enjoy it. I, re- I legitimately have never breathed in a cigarette. Like, you know how people, like, and yeah. then it go like, they, they inhale yeah. it, inhale it? I just, like, swirled around in my mouth and That's spit like it out. That's like a cigar. I've never inhaled a cigarette. You don't. Anyway, also, the, um, F, what story was I going to tell? I don't know. I don't know. Never mind, it's over. I don't enjoy smoking cigarettes. I, I don't really mind being around them. But, um, I just feel like people who vape don't realize how much they actually vape. Some of them might not, but I have recently come to the realization of how much I vape. And this whole thing with me trying to climb a mountain, I think that my, um, physical capabilities are affected by the fact that I vape. Sure. So, I would like... I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, if I'm going to do nicotine gum or patches or, like, what way I'm going to go. Because I thought about doing it, like, cold turkey and just, like, stopping. But I, um, in jail, you can't smoke cigarettes. And I I withdrew from nicotine in jail, and it was worse than withdrawing from heroin. It was, it was fucking horrible. (gasps) I'm really sorry. So... I gotta find, um, that's another thing. I'm, Do you just I'm taper actively, off of it? yeah. Like yeah. you just start buying less nicotine gum or like oh, oh, less oh, patches. Oh, 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 oh. That's how I wanna do it. I want to completely like stop the whole vaping thing because yeah. I don't have the control that it takes to like go down on the milligrams. Um, but another thing that I'm working on is like, Finding a doctor and going to the doctor, getting my eyes checked, like all of these things because I'm I need to take care of my body. Didn't you just get on the insurance too at work? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We have great eye we have great eyesight insurance. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. <laughs> we have great vision insurance. Yeah. Um, I'll show you where I go. I'm gonna go to Oh, never mind, I go fucking. Yeah, 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 okay. Again. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is, so the first time I went to rehab, back to cigarette smoking, the first time I went to rehab, I remember calling my mom and I love my mom. I love, I want to start there. I love you, mom. So I called my mom, you know, and I was a fucking wreck and a half the first time I went. Not that I was pleasant my second time, <laughs> but my first time I was much more emotional, yeah. less angry and just emotional. And I vividly remember a phone call. So the way my first rehab was is it was like a line of pay phones and you sat in a little oh. chair like in a booth and you had to pay like actual coins. That's like so jail style. Um, and like there's a line and you, you find your little booth and you can sit there as long as you can feed the coins, you know. The coins, honey. Um, got them coins. Give me your coins. Um, so I call my mom and I remember uh, having this conversation like – um, the difference between oh this would be a good topic wanting to want to be sober and wanting to be sober and like the difference between that like we had a group on that and it really hit me hard because I wanted to want to yeah. be sober I wasn't sitting there ready to be sober I wanted to want that yeah so I told my mom that and my mom my mom goes I 
I, I get it, sweetie. If I could still smoke cigarettes today, I would. And I was like, uh huh. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs> like, she was like, in my dreams, like I still smoke, you know. And then I wake up and I have to remind myself I don't do that. Now, all things considered, to a person who does not have an addiction problem, that is a huge deal. Anybody yeah. quitting cigarettes is a huge deal. No one has called out of work because they couldn't stop smoking a cigarette, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's a very different level of addiction. I'm not putting it any worse or better, but um, you don't uh, you, you don't go to a Generally, 28 day program. Your life doesn't spiral yes. out of your life is not unmanageable because Sometimes. you smoke cigarettes yeah. usually um, until you have lung cancer. But that was my mom trying to relate to her addict son and power to her. Yeah. My parents have no, literally no idea. I'm gay and an addict. My parents are neither of those things. Another reason why... Oh yeah, happy Pride! June 1st! Happy Pride! I forgot to start with that. That's why I wanted to start. It's our Pride edition. It's Pride Month. I should have started every episode this month with a, a gay fact. Okay, well now you a, can. A What's gacked. your gay fact of I don't this have one right now. Well, you're supposed to know all the facts. A you are black, the gay. A black trans woman started the Stonewall Riots. Okay. Thank you for that fact. Marsha P. Johnson. What were you going to say? Um, <laughs> the cat wants my hair. Um, what was I going to say? Hey, no. The Wait, What was I going to say? It wasn't a trans woman. She was a drag queen. Fuck, I was wrong. Wow. Get your facts straight. <laughs> I ha- I and you was, call yourself gay. Well, I, I almost said drag queen, and then I was like, wait, was she... Oh, now I feel bad. Oh. All right, try again. One, two, three, start over. No, I can't go back. It's over. Okay. Well, next time you'll have your fact prepared. Yeah, you're right. With ample time. You're right. <gasps> oh, my God. He almost lit his tail on fire. Oh. Marsha P. Johnson. Another, like, and this is a very um, personal reason, personal choice that I I want to very much stress to any. Anyone else or anything else. What are you about to say? It's not even that profound, but um, I want to quit smoking so to say or vaping uh, uh, like nicotine because then i will be completely sober off of sure. every substance at all and yeah. i will just exist off of existing mm-hmm. i will have no caffeine no nicotine no i don't take medications like nothing and i and that is something that i think would be really cool to 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 experience sure so that's another very personal reason why I would like to try and do this. Sure. So. I will never be that. That's fine. That's, That's not why true. I said I can, it's, I, it's, I don't give a shit. If oh, yeah, no, I don't you care You know what either. I mean? I don't care if other I, people do. I can see I'm not myself. Like, I'm not like, you're not sober because not you drink more. caffeine. I um, you know, Finally enough, someone uh, I reconnected with someone on Facebook today, actually, because he's in New Hampshire for the summer. It's someone I knew from New York. 
And um, he was like, well, he's like, I'm sober, but not like you. Like, I just don't drink or do drugs anymore, blah, blah, blah. I assume he smokes weed or something. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's sober. Like, if that's if that's what it is for you, like, I'm not the police. I'm not here yeah. to tell you what it is and what it isn't. Did you have a problem with something and you gave it up and now you're working to not do it? Great. Cool. Love it. You know? Um, not everyone has to be 100% sober. Um no, so a lot of people don't, but a lot of people don't. Anyway, um, I don't know if I'll ever, I can see myself giving up caffeine one day, um, but not today. That's and um, I take meds and uh, that would be more of a doctor decision than my own personal decision, like if I got off of them. Oh yeah, of course. Um, of course. My, Talk to your doctor before you do yeah, anything involving medications. We are not medications. doctors. Um, my ego took a hit today. Oh, really? Yeah, um, so I got a text, uh, later in the day that my cycling class was canceled because only one person was signed up for it. <laughs> Just one. And <laughs> I, I... Sorry. I'm no, no, no. I immediately was like, all right, don't personalize this. Don't personalize this because it's not me. Like, it's right off of the holiday weekend. We're also in our slow season in general. Everyone's hungover and playing outside. And um, also, like, it's none of my business. Like, people come or they don't, you know? How many people do you need for a class? I don't know. I've never had a class be canceled oh. before. I've had classes of, like, five. Yeah. But they only had one booked. And so they were like, we're just going to cancel it. It's over. Like, You're I'm fired. Kind of sad about don't come I back. I would have taught for one person. Yeah. It would have been, like, a private a private one lesson. One-on-one. Yeah. A little but, party. Uh, yeah, that was hard. Um, okay, also I have other... I have a few... Two more things, and then we can go to the Are topic. you stalling because you don't want to talk about the topic? No. We, this is right around the... I'm just We kidding. usually transition was... right around 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that face you just made. Um, Hi, Arnold. Um, so, two things. Number one, I went to a wedding shower over the weekend. Mm. And... There was alcohol, and I knew that going into and it. And you got drunk. No. And um, I'm a bridesmaid in this wedding. So, like, I showed up early, you know. And, like, I had a purpose in being there. I mean, everyone has a purpose. But, like, I yeah. had a very clear purpose of being there. And I set up, you know. Uh, my job was to host, like, a game for the... <laughs> for the um, for the party um and that i was nervous about it but it went really well i was not prepared till the day of but i'm last minute on everything and you know and like my place in that setting was very like to just remain calm and chill because there were a few women who like the people in charge of decoration stuff was very like plan 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 because that's a way bigger thing yeah. to plan where me it's just like a game like i just have to have my <clears throat> personality and a few ideas mm -hmm. you know um well, that's like what what you do anyway. Literally every day. Yeah. Um. So I show up and I'm pretty chill and you know I'm setting up and this and the other and it's super cold and rainy. Um. But we're outside and I was like I'm just gonna not be a bad sport about it, you know. And I was around alcohol and I was like fine. I was fine. And it's another moment of watching other people drink, which is always fascinating because I do not drink like that. Um. And. There was one moment where I was near the mimosa like jug thing and it wasn't that much left and I had like this fleeting thought of like, 
I could drink that whole thing. <laughs> like, and no one, you know what I mean? And, like, get away with it. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, my next one was like, what? 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 You know, it's just always good to have those moments, I think. To have those moments of like, oh, yeah, you're still... An alcoholic. Always. You know, like, I had that thought. No desire to actually do it. It just sometimes that thought crosses my mind. Um, and I just had this moment, too, of like, you know, I no longer feel, in that setting at least, I did not feel the need to have that crutch to socialize with people I do not know. I don't know her family. You know what I mean? Like, I worked with this woman so I know her and I know her fiance and I know like two of the other bridesmaids, but like, I don't really know her family, you know, stuff like that. And like, I socialized with people I don't really know. I didn't feel the need to drink, like, you know, and just watching, again, watching other people, like they don't drink to get drunk. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't either. I don't know. I don't understand that. If there's an open bar, I don't, There, we should not be walking away with more. If there isn't even an open bar, I that's also true. I it took me a very long time. Like every bar is an open bar if you I, try hard enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when I first got sober, I was like, I'm not an alcoholic. I could drink like a normal person. But then throughout my uh, sobriety, I realized that like every time I drank, it was like we're getting drunk. Like I have no, I don't no idea. This whole like one have drink. A few kind of thing like, I don't understand what, what is the point what I is the do point? not understand what the point is why are you either. having alcohol if you're not getting smashed that's and I'm watching these people just have one or two and I'm like okay you think that tastes good you oh, drink you're it having, for are you having taste? fun are you having fun Tracy are you feeling relaxed Michelle <laughs> <laughs> just a little like a little light <laughs> no so that was interesting I did not drink again no no leftover desires you know um, then the other big thing I want to say, and I'm being dead serious. I told you this yesterday, but I was being dead serious. I, okay, I want to go, I want to go to a monastery. Oh, okay. I need to look up. I'm pretty sure I tried to find one around here and I could not. No, 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 no. I mean like. You want to go, go. I mean like before. Where it is in my head right now, and this is a brand new idea, is like the months before, if I get into grad school, like quit my job, go abroad, like somewhere, be there for months, mm. fly back to America to go to school. Okay. I'm being serious. Th okay. So there are opportunities that I, I did some light Googling. I need to figure out if I want to do more Buddhist or Hindu. Yeah. Um, because I love... I'm reading that a book right now about a, a woman who is Hindu and is raising cats. Um, it's like the really bad version. It's a really bad one-sentence version of what that book is. <laughs> but um, I love and always have really been fascinated by the idea of reincarnation. Yes. It really sits well, well with, with me. You. Um, so I would want to explore a little bit more of that and then like decide, you know, but, um, there are like ways you can volunteer to teach English in a temple, you know, and like, that's your way in, you know, things like that. Or just like figure out how to go and be a student. Yeah. I, I have, I have a desire to, uh, to, uh, um, to do something <laughs> like that. 
because where I'm struggling right now, and I wanted to say this too, is like I'm like what you said, like I'm spending the time physically, like I'm working out consistently. My eating is okay at best, um, but um, I am not really. I'm not spiritually working out. I'm maintaining at best. What? That sucks. I know. Um, and so, yes, this is a really drastic response to that. And, like, I can't go tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't see that as the fix for my problem right now. But I am interested in doing something like that in the future. Because I was thinking about you talking about your trip around America and stuff. Yeah. And, like, this is something that I'm dead serious. Like, sell my furniture, whittle down my belongings, and go. And just... I would really like to go to Scandinavia. Okay. You should go. Visit my ancestral line. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't. I I don't know what's. I don't know why I'm not committing to some of my spiritual routines the way that I used to be able to. Um, do you? Do you? Um, do you continue to feel connected with the God that you felt connected to in the beginning of your recovery? Sure. I don't... I feel like I could feel more connected, but I don't feel... The only reason I asked that is because I got to this point where I was like, I don't really... Uh, I don't really feel this anymore. And I realized it was because, like, I had grown and changed, and, like, I ha my God, to me, had not grown and changed and like I started to explore different things explore new things like other things that piqued my interest and was able to like get back into a spot of mm -hmm. okay this is this is what I feel and about. I feel like that's what I'm on the brink of yeah getting those two books that we got at that store like I'm re I I don't want to talk about it yet because I don't I don't know yet yeah but I feel like I'm exploring the brink of that yeah um so yeah we'll see i love that i don't feel disconnected i don't feel hopeless um last night when i hit some pretty deep emotional pain around something when i was like driving home and stuff like i was like i i immediately turned to god was okay. like take this from me like i fully still believe trust you know, work with, uh, but it doesn't feel as deep as it used to or as, like, constant as it used to. I feel that. And I just, like, I, what you just worded is, like, exactly what I've been kind of putting off, but knowing that I need to get to. Um, I'm also... Some new spirit work. Yeah, and I'm working That's on all. new spirit work, too. Um, yeah. So, anyway. But... But I'm in a pretty Some, good like, spot. Real, a real lot has happened. Vincent spirit work. Yeah, it's now that I've been given this foundation. It's now time to get more specific about what building. it really means to me. Yeah, I think. about what you're, what you're what building ticks, with. What What makes me tick? Yeah. What keeps you sober? What tickles my tickle? Tickle talk. Tickle talk. That's <laughs> what I like to call TikTok. I really thought that was like some dirty. No. I just I sent her a video and I was like, if I was on Tickle Talk, I would be viral. And she thought it was a dirty version of TikTok. No, 
The gays haven't made everything dirty. Happy Pride. Oh. Um, so. Now it's I really, your turn. No, hold on. Now, uh, well, uh, uh, Give me two seconds. One, I was going to say I really love. All right, your love, two seconds re- <laughs> is over. Uh, relearning, relearning, re-listening to last week's episode was really exciting to I was so tired, and you could mm-hmm. hear it in my voice, and it was really exciting to listen to you really take over. Even the check-in part was really mostly you, and then the second part was really mostly you, and like us like getting to this place of like, yeah, let's just make this all about you. Like That was really cool, and it was organic, and it was very exciting, and it changes up the format of what we've been doing, and mm-hmm. it's a good... Um, it's a good thing to kind of refer to if we get on a topic that we're really passionate about and have a lot to say. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have worked if I had put more of my opinions in. You I know? Yeah, and I feel like I was able to really... That's so, what I was going to ask. How do you feel... You've listened to it. Yeah. And Did you listen to it? Yeah, I yeah. just said that. Oh, yeah. Well, my brain, like, things happen and then they're gone. They're so. gone. Um... You listen to it again. What what does it feel like being on this side of all of that? Where are you at? I think it's great. I do too. I uh, so that day when we recorded, I was like mortified. I was like terrified. I, honestly, like I left. Did I don't remember if I drove that day or if you drove me here that day, but whatever it was, as soon as I was like by myself, that was it was on. Yeah. I turned it on because I was just like very nervous and very insecure when I so when I talk about things like that that make me really uncomfortable, I tend to like like black out kind of. Yep. Where like I don't really Speaking know Speaking of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was super drunk last week. Um I couldn't really remember what I talked about or like what I said. Mm-hmm. And I was like just very nervous for all reasons that are not valid. Um, so immediately put it on when I got home and listened to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And after I listened to it, I was like, that was actually great. Yeah. It was really good. It was great to hear you work through things. It was great to hear you process things. Yeah. Um, and what I said this last week, but it's also very like, it's healing. I. I mean, I work in the human services field, and my job is literally to encourage people to talk about their problems, so I very much agree with the healing power of sharing. Um, You know, but doing it on such an intimate level was exciting. That was another thing I was going to say, is it's, it's, um, I was just thinking about the fact that, like, my first full episode of just me, like, sharing was something that was so intimate and like uncomfortable for me to share about. And it's so interesting because listening to it back too, like you, you, it doesn't, it doesn't come out. Yeah. There is a level of strength <coughs> on the inside. It may have felt a certain way, but on the external, at, at least there was a level of strength and grace and like trust. I got very good at um, hiding. If Fake you it till will. you make it how I how uncomfortable or how upset or how I really feel sure it became a survival tactic sure but anyway enough about my episode we're going into your episode now we don't have to oh we are I'm nervous I know that you're stalling (laughs) I'm not stalling those are things that I really did want to say and we didn't like start at the 
30 minute mark deciding it was going to be your episode so it's okay for you to talk i yeah i know i know i want you to talk and i want you to say all the wonderful things i don't know if i have wonderful things to say so don't 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 i am um okay how do you feel about this I'm fine. I think it's more the pressure of like, oh my god, I'm the only one talking. But like, I okay, have but no you're not going to be talking. the only one talking. Yes. Um, and there's a lot. Okay, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah. In terms of relationships. Yeah. And here's the first thing I want to say. I will not use names, but I'm going to talk about my life. And so, anyone who has ever dated me, I have free will to talk about whoever I want. However I want and I'm going to. Um, so if you have ever courted me, <laughs> I might talk about you. And I'm going to not use names, but I'm going to talk about my experiences. And you I'm going to... will gonna, remain anonymous. I'm going to do what... Um, what uh, I, I think what you did really well last week is really talk about me and yeah. my reaction to things. Not necessarily what another person is doing. Um, that being said... I I do want to recap what I said last week very quickly of like I have never had a a boyfriend. So you're a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that really got me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. No. Oh my gosh. I have been um I have been I have been sexually active for a longer amount of time than I'm willing to admit on a podcast my family listens to. Um so I'll start there. Um So you're not a virgin. I'm not a virgin, no. Um so um I've never had a boyfriend. Um Again, my longest relationship was the one I had this year, and it was five months, um, uh, and that was a big deal for me. Um, but looking back, I, I mean, the first thing I really want to say is kind of what I touched on last week, and it was really the first time I've thought about this, and I've been thinking about it since we talked about it last week. And I said it really in passing that I, a lot, when I look back on like my, my, um, more college because I wasn't out in high school so I wasn't trying to date in high school in any sort of way um I had girlfriends but we're not even gonna talk about that um it's pride month I don't want to talk about girlfriends um uh, college was the first time I tried dating in air quotes and I said in passing last week like oh I always fell for people who were emotionally unavailable but in turn I really found out that like I, I was actually emotionally unavailable and I kind of said that in passing, but that's like, that was a huge revelation for me. And I kind of have gotten that through my self-work in, mm -hmm. this, uh, in this lifetime that I'm in right now. But it was the first time I really said that. I've been reflecting on that more and more because I am the stereotypical uh, manifestation of like, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Love it. Like, I just got that tattooed on me. Um, uh, I, when I think of romantic relationships, I think I said this last week, I desperately wanted someone to love me in the way that I was completely unwilling to love myself. Mm. 
I wanted someone to text me every single day, to show up for me every single day, to tell me they love me. Um, I have always identified as people in relationships or people who are successful and happy and stable. Um, none of those three things are true. Um, it can be true, yeah. but it's not it's innate. Not the, it's the not table. Yeah, it's not you're in a relationship, so you're stable, happy, and blah blah blah. But in my head, that is that was something that I always put all of my. I don't even know what word to choose. Everything, all of, it was like, when I'm in a relationship, I will X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that's an unfortunate stereotype that society teaches us. Well, I think that's very heteronormative. You know, very like, get married, reproduce. Have kids, get the house. Yeah. And (laughs) I, I just like, and I can feel this way when I sit in self-pity today, but that version of me, I just felt like I would sit there and watch people and it would be so easy for people to get in relationships and I couldn't get one to save my fucking life. But I wanted, again, I wanted them to show up in a way that I was not even showing up for myself. In this moment though, I have none of this emotional intelligence. Like this is all me sitting here now thinking of that version of me. That version of me didn't get it, thought I was a catch, thought I was emotionally available and just kept finding these men who weren't. And you know, like my friends would even be like, yeah, you always pick out the ones who are not available. Now looking back on that version of me and what I do truly believe and something that I've been trying to reflect on lately again last thursday this comment really rocketed me is like attracts like the energy that you Mm -hmm. have and put out is the energy you're going to receive from the world around you yep so if i'm falling into these relationships of these men who are emotionally unavailable i need to check what i'm putting out there yeah you you get what you give it's like a a self-reflection a mirroring yeah uh um what is that there's like a psychological term for it, but that's what it is. It's a it's a mirror. Law of attraction. No, I no. don't know what it is. I'm not a, a psychologist, so I don't know. Me neither. But anyway, but I look back on that time. I'm like, oh, that. But again, in that moment, no idea. In this time that I'm thinking about, it, I hadn't even started hard drugs yet. Like yeah. I was still just drinking. Like there's a lot for me to learn from that point till now. But I wanted, you know, I wanted, it's a status symbol to me mm-hmm. more than it is, uh, an intimate thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like I said, like people will tell me like, oh, you're such a catch and blah, blah, blah. And like, I, I am like, I, I can understand that I am a funny person to be around and I'm easy to talk to. And like, I, you know, I meet people well. Um, but I mean, internally I was, and still can be like such a, a mess. Oh, Mm -hmm. how cute he is. I love you. Um, so that's kind of where I wanted to start it is like, I've been really reflecting on that, that feeling like I was emotionally available, but in all reality, I was emotionally unavailable, but I had no idea yeah um you know and i had a few boyfriends i dated one person for two months and he broke up with me um and then i dated another guy for two months and i broke up with him um you know 
Um, yeah, because, okay, now, uh, what do I want to say? Well, I have a question. Okay, do good, you, I don't know what to say. Do you feel like you're emotionally available now? Yes. Okay, let's go home. Um, <laughs> no. Um, you're already home. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, yes, I do. I think what I'm, what I have found, so, uh, <laughs> before I fully answer that, I want to say this part now, I guess. You can say whatever you want. I want to recap kind of what, so you recapped what your first relationship and recovery kind of was like yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I had the exact opposite experience. I came in here, I came in to get sober knowing that boys was actually probably a bigger problem for me than even drugs and alcohol. Um, the validation that I sought from men. So here, this is a good little glimpse into who I ended up becoming. I wanted to find love from like a hookup or from like a, a drunken night. You know, I wanted to have a one night stand turn into a marriage. Like that's yeah. literally how I was living my life. Um, or anyone who showed me affection. And it got to the point where like I was the type of drinker that I was living in New York City, bars closed at 4 a.m. I would purposely not really go out to a bar until 1.30 to 2 a.m. because in my mind, the hot people, the people really worthy, get picked up between midnight and 1, 1.30. So if I swoop in around 2, I will start intermingling with the people who are just drunk enough to find me attractive and take me home. Mm -hmm. So I'm showing up between 2 and 2.30 to really scrape the barrel before 4. Yeah. Or get scraped out of the barrel uh, before 4. <laughs> um, you know, and like that... Um, uh, that sucks. You know, that's like a hard thing to end up facing. Like I knew that's how I was operating, but sitting sober and facing that was really painful. Of like course. that's how I, it's painful to hear now. That's how I viewed myself. Yeah. And again, that's the person who's told himself he was emotionally available, but yeah. that's how he's treating himself. Yep. And I mean, I lived like that for years. I'm done years. Like that, and that was just like a, a a truth that I had internalized living in New York City. That I was in on a scale of zero to ten, I was five or lower, yeah. and so I needed to act like I was five or lower. You know. Yeah. Um, and which was a huge plug into drugs because then with the drug lifestyle, there's always people who are willing to. You know, you can always find someone desperate enough at three a.m. who wants to do drugs. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So that, that's kind of that like background. And so that's what I come in here with. And so I identified really quickly, boys were a huge problem for me. I used them in a way that the same way I use drugs and alcohol. Um, I am not a virgin um, <laughs> and nowhere near it. And I took the suggestion extremely seriously, almost militantly of no boys in your first year. I went from... <laughs> I'm like, oh, my family listens to this. I went from sleeping with easily five plus people a week to zero for a full year. 100 to zero real quick. 
<laughs> like that if that is not craziness like that is that's cold turkey that's not tapering that's yeah, nothing that that's cold. just like cold turkey. effing turkey but again i it's what i knew i needed um i I was the type I used drugs. I remember the first time I tried to get sober, I had I kept having this moment of I wish men desired me. I miss being desired because to me in my sick thinking, being blackout drunk or being strung out and having these men hit on me in was, that state is being yeah. desirable. Then I go to, now I'm sober, going, uh, trying to navigate this world, go to meetings, whatever. And I felt like nobody was hitting on me and hitting on me was the way I felt validated. Yep. And now I'm not being validated and now I'm not feeling desirable. And I was like, well, you know what makes me feel what, when men desire me, when I get high. So I'm going to get high. Like that was a huge leading to me relapsing. And so coming back in, I was like, no boys. And I really stuck to that. In my first year, I I did not have penetrative sex for a full year. That's a huge deal. That's huge <laughs> for just, me. I'm just laughing because you said penetrative sex. Well, because it's not <laughs> a um, child. Well, yeah, there's a difference between the sexes, but I just. It just was a funny word. I'm, I'm a five-year-old. Leave me alone. So that's a huge deal for me. And that's something I took really seriously. And I know we're talking about romantic relationships, but this is... Your romantic yeah, relationships. Because, um, like, I had to take romance and sex off the table. Yeah. Um, you know, so my whole first year was really... Um, and I said this on the first episode, like being in recovery is a huge journey towards loving myself. Um, and so that's really was the whole first year was getting to a point where, um, I wasn't talking to men to validate me, to complete me, um, to make myself feel any certain way. Like it just, uh, it was, um. Yeah, I was just trying to get independent mm -hmm. and I was just trying to show up for myself, you know, and I watched person after person, relationship after relationship, someone not get well, use a relationship to make them feel a hundred and that relationship takes them back out. And both of the people. And it's over and over and over and I've watched people die, yeah. literally die because they got into a relationship too quickly. Um, I'm very lucky that I did not have any adverse effects. And I just was like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to me. I came in so desperate to get this enough where I was like, and I, I mean, like I knew, I knew in my, in my soul that r romantic relationships were a fucking problem and a half yeah. for me. I knew that I didn't think about them in a healthy way. And it just, I knew it needed to be taken off the table. I had to abstain from it just like I had to abstain from drugs and alcohol. The only difference is, is sex and love eventually have to get layered. No, have to. But for me, they do. I'm not trying to become a nun. Um, I know I did say I want to go to <laughs> but <laughs> That's different. Um, so, yeah. And so what I'm thinking about, so I took that really seriously. And it's something that I try and not get an ego around it. But at the same time, it is something that I'm immensely proud of. Immensely.
because I know that I would not, you know, I would not have made progress the way that I did. I don't, I, I wouldn't be as far along in my journey I, as I am right now um, had I put boys into it because, mm-hmm. so now talking about now, now I am in a place where I can be on apps and not use drugs. Yeah. That's a huge, huge improvement. But that doesn't mean that I'm using the apps in a healthy way. Yes. Like, I feel myself spiraling down and checking the apps, like, at inappropriate times or, like, it's running my life. I can't get anything done because I'm always trying to talk to boys. Like, I can take it in a really unhealthy place as well. So what I what, – to answer your question, it's a long way of saying, like, what I have found is that I have – gained a level of emotional availability what i have learned is that's not a permanent state of being Mm. like today maybe yes tomorrow no yeah you know um am i am i talking to boys because i'm trying to fill a part of myself you know am i looking for that affection am i lonely and i'm reaching out to boys instead of of my network or uh, a power greater than myself you know there's so many things that go into it and like what Truly, what I uh, I hate saying this, and I don't know if I really ever said this out loud, other than maybe to my mentor. I don't even know if I've told them. I get upset because I feel like I've put in so much work, two and a half years, and there are days where I'm like, I'm not ready for one, and that then that really upsets me. Because in my mind, like, I've put it, me, 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 ego, pride, everything. I've put in the work, and so I deserve this thing. Like, this is what I wanted coming in here, and now I want it because all my friends, uh, again, like, even in recovery, I can have this moment of, like, watching you you and your partner. Like, I'm like, well, they get it, you mm-hmm. know? But then when I sit with myself, like, again, sometimes I am approaching it in a really healthy way you know um i really the the relationship i had this year it started from a very open uh place um i was in a place where i was ready to meet with someone uh we hooked up in the beginning and then we were both like oh well we also really kind of like each other like because i'm at a place today like i i cannot hook up anymore i've lost that thankfully I get close to it and I tell myself I want it, but then when it actually presents itself, I'm like, ugh, no. Like, do I have to get up? Do I have to go there? I don't want to bring someone here. Uh, Like, I just, I can't do that anymore. I did it for years. I I was on sex apps on my phone for a decade of my life. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, that's not a short change. Yeah. I, I, uh, 10 years of my living life, I have been... They had those 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. Problematic, I know. (laughs) Was I legal the whole time? (laughs) So, that's, that's where I come from, and so, like, I, I just, it's not worth it to me, it doesn't seem enjoyable, and I want to build connections. We're talking about romantic connections. I, that's what I want, uh, but... I'm at varying degrees of whether well, I'm there or not. Well, just get old anyway. Oh, yeah. It's just it not just enjoyable to me anymore. It's and then add like, COVID on top of that for the whole past year. Like, it just, it's so many factors I'm not willing to deal with. I feel like it's just really easy for a hookup to get messy. Yeah. Of, like, someone doesn't realize that what it is. Mm-hmm. Some, 
how someone gets hurt. And also what it comes down to, too, is that I, I have a level of... I, shocking. It's actually shocking to say this out loud. I have a level of respect for myself today that Woo! a hookup is giving away a part of myself that I'll never get back. Yep. And I'm not willing to just hand that out like that anymore. Yeah. Um, wow, that was big to say. And that's how I feel. It's how I feel. Um, so, relationships now, like... You know, something that I want to talk about that makes me uncomfortable even today is, like, commitment mm. and long-term thinking. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of having a boyfriend every single... The two recent times... This year, it has come up in, on my plate twice. Um, and one time, I was like, I'm going to work through it, and I'm just going to commit to this man and because, I, you know, I like him, and he likes me, and we both are willing to commit to this. And so I committed. Like, I, we told each other we were exclusive, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's a big, big deal for me. Yeah. Um, and I had to really work through, I have immense, I mean crippling, crippling, devastating, earth-shattering fears around commitment, long-term commitment, um, monogamy, like, feeling trapped, feeling like I can't look at other boys while I'm not a hookup person anymore, when it gets the, the idea of it being taken off the table, I freak out. Um, you know, and that relationship didn't work out. Um, it kind of fizzled out and it just, we weren't, you know, what I will say today is that, you know, who I used to be is that if you showed me any type of affection, I was ready to bend over backwards, make this effing work. I will sacrifice my morals, my friends, my everything to uh, keep getting affection from someone because I acted like I very much used to live my life. Like I'm not, I'm not, I this don't. This is it. I'm not yes. going to get any more. And today I can say that I have successfully walked away. Well, I, I'm still walking away from the most recent one, but I have effectively worked on walking away from relationships because they weren't serving me anymore. And that's huge for me. Like I, I love the way you worded that. Um, and am I perfect at it? No. Um, are my emotions tangled into it? Yes. But I, I, um, I, I have more wherewithal today, more respect, more everything to be like, Vincent, this isn't serving you. You're not using it in a healthy way. You're not getting something healthy out of it. It's not adding to your life. It's taking away. And I can walk, I can today identify that and walk away from it. But that where I'm at right now is like, I am working, I am exiting a relationship slowly. Um, it has more of an emotional hold on me than I was, uh, uh, than I thought, or, um, it, it's reminiscent of some of my past where it's gotten to a point where it's getting a little one-sided. Like you said that, like I'm putting in more effort than the other person because I'm afraid to lose, I was enjoying I found so on the other side. This I do want to say this. On you can the, <laughs> do whatever you want. Well, I also like I, I in my mind I had all these things I wanted to say, and I don't know if I'm saying any of them. I don't really know where I am. It's, um, it's not. It's, but where I am right now is that. So I had this immense fear of committing to this person. I committed to them, and then I found relief on the other side. Like it was kind of nice to just be like, all right, I have. I don't need I to. This. I don't yeah. need to be looking around. Like if Comfort. I want to. 
if I want to have sex, I can, I'll see them this weekend, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And like, it just kind of, it, it brought, um, it was nice. It was nice. And so now exiting that, leaving that, um, I'm facing these new fears again now of like being alone again or not having that comfort in my life or again, what if I don't, what if this is the best it gets? You know, and I know, listen, this man is incredible. I, I have nothing, I really have nothing bad to say about him. He has his own shit. I have my own shit. We are not compatible. That's it, it like long term, um, emotionally, we're not compatible, things like that. So the cold hard facts is I need to walk away from this relationship. The fear of like, well, it's a comfort I have in my life right now. And when I give it up, I have to really give it up, you know? So it's been a slow process of walking away from it, you know? And I'm learning more because I have been that girl who watches other relationships. I'm like, girl, drop him, leave him, slay him, go, <laughs> get it, work, you're done. You don't need him. He's terrible. You know, like that, I, that's the yeah. soapbox I stand on because when you're on the outside, it's, it's like, it's, easy. it's so cut and dry. But on the inside, you know, like there's so many emotions wrapped into it. And this is really all things considered. This is, if I were to say I had my first boyfriend, it would be this. And like, um, I carry a lot of guilt and shame that I'm 28 and have never had a long-term relationship ever. That's a huge, that's a huge thing that I carried and had to release. Cause now like, I, I can't say that I'm happy to be single, you know, I'm happy to be weighing my options. I need to stop overthinking everything, yes. which is not happening um but i just would like to agree with that um (laughs) but i learned a lot from this relationship you know and i i waited the appropriate amount of time because i can say without a doubt there has not been one time where relapsing felt like the answer to this ever at like not even like sitting here I was like, oh, I should mention this because it's the first time I thought about it because I've ne- that's never come up. So I know I waited the right amount of time sober yeah. to, to explore things like this. And I'm very, very, very proud of that. Now, emotionally, like I said, I have these fears of like maybe I'm not ready, you know, because now I am, you know, lightly talking to other people um, in a healthy way, depending on the day. Um <laughs> depends um and i find myself like when i find someone who i really like i uh push them away talk yourself out of it commitment you know this and the other like i find everything about it that's wrong and i'm just like okay i'll focus on this you know we're Um, we are actually very similar a lot of the things and we're back (laughs) (laughs) so arnold just i think this is working so Arnold just sat on the computer and then it paused it and it looked like it was about to delete everything. Yeah. And my butthole just yeah. tightened up. <laughs> um, but it's recording. We're back. We're here. We're live. Um, so you were saying, oh my gosh, I can breathe again. Yeah. Um, I mean, we ha- I know, I don't want to even think about that. If we we're, have to re-record. It's fine. We don't have to. Um, you were saying that we're actually more similar than... Yeah, we're very similar in, like, that fear area. Like, what you were just talking about of, like, picking out all the wrong things and, like, uh, looking at all of the... Like, picking apart a relationship before it's a relationship or if it just is, like, beginning to be a relationship. Like, picking out all the things you don't like. For me, it's out of fear mm-hmm. of, like, get this away from me. 
but we are similar in a lot of ways but very very different like our experiences are very different but the way that we think and feel about ourselves is very similar and i just wanted to to say that this this i'm having my first experience now where i did not pick apart the entire relationship yeah yeah i learned a lot from listening to you last week too and like um it's like i know uh, uh, the good news is today is that like i have a lot more of the knowledge of how to approach these things it's the practicing of them in the moment that's really difficult for me um my main things today is like i overthink things too much um that goes hand in hand with my lack of spirituality recently like i'm not because i'm not as spiritually connected as i used to i'm putting less trust and faith in the universe which means i'm starting to think about it more than just being in the moment you know um no floating around because i have a i have you know i have an opportunity opportunity is not the right word (laughs) i have a connection in my life that is exciting i have a few (laughs) connections in my life (laughs) i have a few connections in my life that feel exciting for different reasons you know platonic and and more than that you know um and you know saying all this out loud uh i think all things considered i could be ready for a relationship i would say i'm not I'm not doing the spiritual side of my life enough to say with certainty right now that I am. Okay. And that sucks because I want to sit here and blame all the reasons why I can't. But in actuality, like, I'm not putting in the work on myself and I'm feeling the benefits of that or the consequences of that in my external relationships. You could also just be overthinking all of it. Still. Some work. Don't, don't look at me. <laughs> I don't overthink anything. Oh no, not not one thing ever. And so it's, but these are the things where it's like, are these the things that I have to, you know, wait or push through? Or are these things that you control or things that you don't control? I need to just put it at my bedside table and leave them there. Yeah. So, um, you know, today I feel a lot more worth. A relationship mm-hmm. which is nice you know again I, I do have a level of like respect for myself that I haven't had in the past um, but you know saying all these things out loud like I feel like um, like I feel better I feel good about myself today you know um, and like really emotionally leaving this relationship that I'm walking away from has been is is really kind of humbling me um, to learn what that process is really like, you know, to feel that for the first time. Yeah. Like as a sober person, like having this human experience, mm-hmm. getting to an experience I never even had, even while using that's, well, I, that's what I mean. Like yeah. getting to have this experience probably when you're at the best point, like mentally, emotionally that you've been in a long time ever. Yeah. And trust me, honey, I fell in love with plenty of people I used with. Mm-hmm. I literally, when I first started doing meth, I called it synthetic love because it felt like I was in love with everyone who I was using. And I learned real quick, you ain't not in love with Mm-mm. these people. Um, you know, um, yeah, I want, 
I don't know what I want. And I need to just stop. That's where I need to. That is where I need to end. I will say I did want to. Something that I've talked to my to people about. I will say what I'm going through right now with my relationship with. um, So. uh, No, I don't want to say that. What I will say is that I. um, My relationship with a power greater than myself is my first long term relationship. And where I'm at now is like leaving the honeymoon phase. Well, the honeymoon phase has been over. Yeah. And like fully married. And now it's like, all right, bitch, like, are you willing to do the day to day work that it takes them? Like, I want, I want a relationship. I talk about it all the time. I want a boyfriend. I want to get married. But I have this relationship in my life right now that is important to me with my higher power. And I... Cannot mean? I can't. I mean, I can. I'm maintaining, but we're not growing. You know, we're not thriving. We're not going on date night. Well, what is one thing that you can do in the next week and a half or so to, to go on a date night with God? With your universe. Well, I really want to read that book that I bought on the chakras. Okay. Will I do that on vacation, though? I don't know. Probably not. What's something that you can 100% say, I will do this and commit to doing? To strengthen your relationship. I don't want to commit to anything on my vacation. <laughs> well. I know. Um <laughs> <laughs> Looks like, uh, you're fucked. Looks like a lack of willingness. Mm. What am I willing to do even while on vacation? It doesn't have to be a, a profound thing, but just something. And even while well, you're going to be back, uh, like the day before we record, right? Yeah. Well, it can even be when you come back that mm. day, whatever. But something to... I can have this is something I can do I can I can have a meaningful conversation with my higher power every single day okay something I have not been doing I've been having casual at best you need to have an intimate conversation yeah you know, and that's that's what I'll kind of cap it with. It's like one thing I, you know, one gauge of how I check where I'm at with romantic relationships today is like, am I willing to put into my rom- a, a romantic setting? Am I willing to put more effort into that than I am willing to put into myself and my relationship with myself and my higher power? And if it's leaning more towards the romantic side, then I'm fucked. Like the balance it really shouldn't be a balance it should be more on my side i was explaining to one of my friends the it other should day. not be a balance it has to be more on my side i yeah. want to say that again for myself say it one more time no it should not be a balance i need to be putting just i need to be putting not just as much but really a little bit more work into myself and my relationship with the universe because without those things, I'm not emotionally available. I'm not the version of myself that I want to show up as. I do not have as much intuition. And this relationship becomes the power greater than myself. Yeah. You know, 
I don't like being the person that's waiting by my phone for a text message, but that's who I become when I'm interested in someone. I want it now, 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 you know. And when I have a connection and when I'm spiritually fit, like I'm less of that person. It's just, it's really hard. This is a really, really hard thing to practice and not get swept up in. And again, like I come at it with this ego of like, I have all this time, I should be able to handle this thing. And like, there are days where I can't. Yeah. And my pride and ego doesn't want to admit that. Control is or a very hard that. thing. Control is a very hard thing. I was telling my friend the other day that the relationship with God is a necessity and the relationship with a romantic partner is a treat. Look for the bare necessities. The simple bare necessities. <laughs> It's a treat. It is a treat. And I, and, I... And you're allowed to have that treat. Yeah. But you gotta eat your dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good way of saying it. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm like a little sad ending this conversation because again, like I want to end it being like, and I'm so free and blah, blah, blah. But like, that's if I'm not, not putting in the work, I'm not yeah. getting it out. And like, that's on me. Yeah. How do you feel? Like fine. What what does that mean? I my closing thoughts are that I I need to also remind myself like I'm not newly sober like like in my mind I have to go create I have to go radical I have to cut every boy that I'm talking to out of my life to recenter myself and that's not true. Like I'm able to I'm able to I know the skills that it takes to put myself first. Um I just need to start doing it. You know, and then just having that trust and faith that if I work on myself, everything else is going to fall into place. Like that really helped me in the beginning and I could get back to that. I just need to more. Yeah. Um, And that's really how I feel is that I know it can get better. I need to stop stalling it. Just like you stalled this whole episode. And I need to not work on myself for the expectation that on the other side of it is a relationship. Yes. On the other I side of it, that. it's just a, a better a better version of me. Of you, yeah. It's all and that's exciting you. to me. That to, I can. And that's where I'll end it. I know I keep saying I'm gonna end it. That's where I'll end it. Is I will say that personal growth and becoming a better version of me alone excites me today and doesn't uh, repulse me. You know, I'm not focused on like well getting the boyfriend. Yeah, like, I am very focused on the best version on of y- me. You being and the that's best exciting. You that you can be. All right. All right. So thank you all for this episode coming out a little early. Um, and that was part two. And we'll be back in a, uh, in a week and a half. A week and two days. A week and a half. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I'm going on vacation. So enjoy. Don't bye, drink. Emily. No, I won't. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye.